Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. You like? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Who directed that? Wasn't it Zach Braff? Zach Braff? Written, cool. directed, and starring. Yeah. You just know it's going to be a winner. It's kind of, I'm sure it has like an eye roll factor if I, if I went back and watched it now. So. That guy's a total scrub. I see what you did there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 99. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I am here with my wonderful co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? Jacob Walsh. Hello. And a special guest this week. All the way from the Hollywood Hills of Hollywood, wow, California, friend of the podcast, joining us for our Deadpool roundtable tonight, John Yurkeba. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, hello, John. John. Hey, John. Uh, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. What? Wait. What movie? Uh, <laughs> John. Just two cruise control. So, John. Uh, we brought him on. He, he loves his comic books, and we, we figured we're going to talk about Deadpool. We might as well get somebody who's in uh, on the long term. Although, Jake, i got to say, man, yeah. you were, you were, you've been dropping some knowledge on me this week as well about Deadpool. I always mm-hmm. forget Jacob Walsh is an X-Men fiend. Yeah. It's X-Men, yeah. That he is. Yeah. 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 Um, Good stuff. The animated series is something that I completely missed out on as a child. I wanted no part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was into a, uh, another movie more. You like a different movie. Uh, so <laughs> we thought it would be fun to have uh, John join us this week. <laughs> and, we got Jake. We got, we got Jake. Jake. We, we got Jake by Johnson. Okay. So Abby's go. quoting. What do you Gummo? Quote? Abby's quoting Gummo now. It's doing my own thing. Wow. So wow. we've it's derailed. Be a fun episode. Guys. It's gonna be fun. Um, but before we get that, John, uh, there there was that news this week that uh, they're gonna do this new animated version of uh, Thundercats. People don't like the uh, the animation style. So John took it upon himself to uh, draw his own Recreate, version of that yeah. for Ghostbusters. And uh, we posted it up today. And John, what was... Uh, it's a really great uh, piece of art you did. What was your... Thank you, uh, thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're welcome. I love the Janine, like, first of all. What, uh, what was your feedback today? Uh, it was, a uh, <laughs> it was a little bit of everything. I got a lot of, uh, people who were like, oh, I'd watch that. That's really cool. You should make some prints. And, uh, I definitely got a lot of people who were just like, uh, wanted nothing to do with it. Thought that, uh, I should flog myself for having created it and supporting are you tell uh, are you telling me that the ghostbusters community wasn't just like 100 percent positive you're saying that something. they weren't receptive you wouldn't, you wouldn't think right but they're they're oh, in there, oh, they're in there. super open-minded people we're a week from ghostbusters just, it took day. me <laughs> took me by surprise yeah. so we're a week from ghostbusters day and my favorite thing today was uh ghostbusters.com uh is now <laughs> going to be relaunching on uh yeah. ghostbusters day next week and all it is is it, it's just the firehouse, and it's got the Ghostbusters logo. It says under construction, and uh, we posted about it on uh, Yes Have Some today. Eric from Ghost Corps actually emailed me to give me the heads up about it, and then uh, some guy took it upon himself to start uh, bashing Leslie Jones. Uh, <laughs> oh my that happened, god! Yeah. That it was so random. It was so very random. random. I completely he, missed he, that. He was like, uh, he was like, if anybody from the Ghostbusters subreddit here is is here. Just to let you know, I'm not a racist. These are my opinions about Leslie. It's like the guy blacked out in August of 2016 and just yeah. woke just up today. To just doing it. He just he woke. A, he's like he just woke up at his computer and he was just like, he had a Robin Williams like, What year is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, and then I commented it's like cable, and he goes, "Nobody's talking to you, Craig." And I'm like, "This is literally our pay- this." <laughs> Every yes, comment awesome. on this thread is directly coming to me. <laughs> so you are talking to me right you now. You are. Yeah. Um, and then when I called him out on it, he goes, "Oh, cool, nice page you have here." <laughs> so, Dude, uh, that's great. I love it. And like, when he said, you like, this guy gets me. I was like, I don't even know who he's talking to anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was fun. So. Just that's just a that's little. That's just some of the fun. That's just some of the fun. That's just a little taste of what is to come. The taste of Ghostbusters Day. Yeah, yeah. Taste of Ghostbusters I can't Day. wait. Um, the day that keeps on giving. Ghostbusters Day is like uh, Krampus or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the Festivus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that'll be for next week. Uh, we got a lot coming up. We're com- we got MegaCon. Uh, YHS is going to be down in Orlando this weekend, hanging out at MegaCon. Uh, there's a tropical depression forming. Uh, hitting florida this weekend so bring your raincoats um it's mm. gonna be wet jake looks concerned uh <laughs> <laughs> i just really wanted to get into the pool yeah me too oh whoa, whoa. The wasn't there come like a you. huge storm that hit during the filming of jurassic park so i don't know maybe that's what i just... thought of when he said that yeah tropical depression i immediately thought of jurassic park yeah um well maybe we'll get stuck like in an elevator with jeff goldblum and, uh, yeah for like an, an hour i would happen. be yeah I would not handle that well. Let's hope for the best. I know you wouldn't handle the elevator well, but at least, you know. We'll know it's a good weekend if we're in an elevator with Jeff Goldblum cradling me, calming me down from the panic attack I'm having. Um, We almost got locked in a staircase the last time we were in Orlando, so I guess an elevator is uh, next in line. But we could ramble on all day about that. We've got Han Solo coming out. We've got a lot going on. But right now, we're going to be talking about Deadpool. That's right, Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. In theaters. Yeah. It's making mega bucks. It's making fuck bucks. Uh, I don't know, 130, 140 million domestic. Uh, we've all seen it. We've all taken it in. We've all had a couple days to digest it. Abby. Some of us have seen it twice as Abby well. I was saw it again say, this yeah, morning. The second time um, today. 
So before we start, we're going to make this a traditional roundtable. We're all going to be expressing our thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Two questions. I always ask this. A, what'd you think? Thumbs up or thumbs down? And B, was it better than Ghostbusters? Answer the call. <laughs> Abigail? Uh, yeah, no duh. Like, both thumbs way up. Um, one of which, by the way, if you see these huge bandages, I... Had a cat bite, and I had to go to the hospital yesterday, and I feel like I should share this, and I had to get a tetanus shot. I'm very proud of it, but uh, I'm, I'm fine. Ooh. Everything's fine. Everything's um, fine. But yeah, no, I give until uh, two... The, until the full moon shows Dude, up. Dude, until Uh-oh. this becomes, like, a cat arm. Also, I feel like Cable, because my right arm where I got this shot is, like, extremely heavy from, like, the, the tetanus pain. Like, I don't know if you've <laughs> ever had one of those shots, but it hurts a lot. Um... But I'm powering through, and I'm here, and I loved Deadpool 2. I may have liked it more than the first. I don't know. I have to think a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I saw it twice, and the second viewing like solidified it for me. It's it's extremely good and extremely touching and emotional, and like just it felt like it was tailored to me and my likes and needs. So yeah, really yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's great. But the question <laughs> is. Was it better than Ghostbusters Answer the Call? Oh, that was the no duh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was yes. Oh, obviously. so we're in no duh territory. <laughs> Definitely. It's cool. 1999. There you or go. episode 99. There you go. Jacob Walsh, thumbs up, yeah. thumbs down. And did you think it was better than. Also, I love that we refer to it as Ghostbusters Answer the Call. You remember for six months we just called it Ghostbusters 2016? Because yeah. it's. That's like a new, like, well, because that's what it was until like, I don't know, the week before it came out. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> remember everybody's like, it's just oh, a by tagline. The way, here's a subtitle. It's just a tagline. I remember saying that once, like either on the show or to someone, I'm like, no, it's just Ghostbusters. Like we're just, it's just going to be called Ghostbusters. And I remember using hashtag Ghostbusters 2016 and being like, I think this is like, this is what we call it. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I just sounded like Paul Feig when I said that. <laughs> I was watching some of Ghost Heads the other day. And... You were watching Ghost Heads? Yeah. Why not? I've heard of that movie. Talk about it. Sometimes you just want to dip back in and like, just see what's going on. Check in with everybody. Check in with... <laughs> see if it's still the same. Okay. Yeah, no, but... But yes, this movie, Deadpool 2, is way better than Answer the Call. All right. Jacob Walsh, thumbs up? She just answered my, she just answered my question. Um, she just answered yeah, the call. Yeah, thumbs up. I, I like Deadpool 2. Uh, I liked it. I did like it better than the first one, and it is better than Answer the Call. There you go. Yeah. John Yerkeba. Same question. I I mean, I can't say anything different. I, I gave it two thumbs way up, and uh, yeah, I think it uh, it picked up the phone a lot, faster, a, a lot faster than they did in Answer the Call. It answered the call faster. Mm-hmm. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, did they ever actually answer the call in Ghostbusters? Kevin tried so. to. True. They should have called that movie Ghostbusters. Chris Hemsworth attempts to answer a call. <laughs> over Guys, and over again. We, alright, real quick, we need to move on to our Deadpool review, but uh, <laughs> we have mental issues. We are yeah. obviously not okay. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, we just, oh, yes. <laughs> Somehow we have Thanks, to tie Paul, it back dude. to like our mutual hate. It's yes. fine. Yeah. It's not. It's we all went through it together, so it is a common like cool. drama. I think wherever two or more are gathered, it just kind of comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, it's it's so like true. looking at family photos and remembering the bad times only. Jacob Walsh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what there was your... were good times too. We had good times. Uh, what was your anticipation level for uh, Deadpool going into it? Um, I mean, I liked the first Deadpool. I thought it was really funny. Um, I I wasn't a big like 
though I did, I am uh, a little more versed in the X-Men, Deadpool was never something that I was, like, big into. And I think also, like, uh, uh, the culture of Deadpool that happens at, like, Dragon Con also kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh, very cultured. Turned, kind of turns a lot of people away. I think it turned all of us away. We were like, oh, cool, Deadpool. There's going to be more of those around. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the first Deadpool was great, and uh, and obviously, it, like the first Deadpool had had a good bit of comic book stuff and some X Men stuff. Uh, but as far as the second one, I was just like, all right, cool. There's gonna be another Deadpool movie. Like I, I wasn't like through the roof about it, but I wasn't. You know, I, I was excited. Is like this is gonna be a fun movie to watch. Right. That's that's where I was at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And just to kind of tag along, uh, if you if you don't know, the culture of Deadpool fandom is basically. The most annoying people you know tend to dress up like Deadpool at conventions, and then they go around doing annoying things like conga mm-hmm. lines and you know, jumping around and getting in your face and, and bombing a lot of mashups and... happening. All of yeah. all of the annoying stuff that they would normally do in person and people would shun them, they put on a Deadpool costume and then think it's okay because that's how it's magnified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. So I get that. Uh, John, what was your anticipation level? Uh, I was excited. I, I went and saw the last one when it came out. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so I was, I was generally excited for it. I'm, I'm not, I enjoy Deadpool. I'm not well versed in his, his comics or anything. Um, I have, I have, you know, like a passing knowledge, but I've never been like a hardcore Deadpool collector or anything. Mm -hmm. I've seen some of his appearances and some of the animated stuff that he's been in. But other than that, it's just, you know, I just came into it. Hoping that it was as good as uh, as the first one, at least. Yeah. yeah. Abigail? Actually, I'm pretty close there with you, John. Um, I've not read a single issue of Deadpool, and um, but I did. And well, I also what kind of a podcast is this? I mean, what are you guys? You don't read the book? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just go see the movie, and sometimes that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I When I first, when I saw the first Deadpool, I felt a lot like you, Jake, with like kind of the, like, eye roll like I'm not sure I'm gonna like this like I remember I didn't watch it in the theater for the first time like when I watched it mm-hmm. I watched it like the other way that you can watch it um right. and I was like wait a minute this is surprisingly good and then I went and bought a ticket yeah. for it and I was like oh this is this is really up there um especially for a comic book movie it's got like a huge heart and an amazing soundtrack um so because of that I was anticipating this movie um but I hadn't really thought about it, it was on the back burner but when Craig texted uh, Jake, you and I, the Celine Dion like video where like mentioned it, um, yeah, I was like, oh, this is I really like this, and that got me super pumped for it. Um, and yeah, I went and saw this movie not on opening night, which really bummed me out. Like, first of all, I want to say I'm never doing that again. Like, just moving forward, I have my ticket for Han Solo tomorrow night, so we're not, you know. That's not going to happen again. But yeah. God, um, tomorrow. Dude, I can't Jesus believe that. Christ. I'm already stressed about it. But yeah, um, this movie was uh, something that I was anticipating, but it also kind of crept up on me as I was watching it. I was like, oh, I forgot how much I love this, and yeah. this is why I love it. Yeah, uh, I when the fir- I was kind of in the same boat with you guys. When the first one came out, like, I, I've been having this thing, like, when did Ryan Reynolds become, like, this funny, likable, charming guy? Because, like, my opinion... <laughs> Of Ryan Reynolds was always like, oh, this fucking guy from, I don't know. Like, I was reading his Wikipedia the other day. I completely forgot he was in Two Girls, a Pizza Place, and a fucking Deadpool. He was one of the two guys. Whatever that movie's called. Whatever that show's <laughs> called. Um, but yeah, so like, my anticipation for the first one was almost like, 
okay, they're making this R-rated movie. It's kind of a passion project. It's probably going to be not my cup of tea. And then I saw it, was pleasantly surprised, and I was worried about the second one because remember Tim Miller, the director of the first one, dropped out. He had creative differences uh, with Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's amazing, though. I absolutely loved it. I laughed my ass off. It's got a lot of heart. Did shed a couple tears. I cried. Mm -hmm. Jake, did you cry? No. You didn't cry? No tears. (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) Jake made me cry. Um, So, I mean, let's just give our general thoughts here. Jake, uh, you you came out of the movie. uh, You texted us. You're like, I don't want to say much, but uh, you said something. I don't want to steal your thunder. What was your initial reaction? Um, my my initial reaction was that, was that uh, Deadpool two is a better X Men movie than any X Men movie we've had so far, which is fucking mind blowing because we've had like I don't know like seven X Men I don't know if you count the fucking Wolverine movies, which maybe you shouldn't because those aren't really X Men movies, uh, except for Logan. Yeah, I mean, Logan's great, yeah, but I mean, like, this movie, first of all, like, when the first Deadpool came out, even though there's such a small amount of X-Men stuff, it was all treated uh, so well, and even, like, just just the costumes, they're just like, oh, hey, how come these can, how come this movie can get the costumes right, mm-hmm. but six X-Men movies before <clears throat> this are fucking weird. Yeah, like, like Colossus why, looks why fucking all, awesome. Yeah. This yeah. Is, and this is exactly what Colossus looks like. And I'm like, this is what Colossus... How come we've never gotten this before? So yeah. it's cool to see that stuff. And then on top of that, this movie has lots of X-Men shit happening. And X-Force, you know, has always been like an offshoot of the X-Men. All of those weird characters that get killed off pretty quickly are all... Those are all characters that I've read about in the comics and collected cards for uh, characters that have always been in the show and just to see all of that and then have like the juggernaut show up and just I'm like this is a fucking X-Men movie this is an X-Men yeah. movie Cable yeah. is in it Cable has always been like a major member of the X-Men and uh, you know that to me was the best part like not just you know the comedy or, or how silly it is it's just the fact that I'm like this is a fucking Good, fun X-Men movie. That was yeah. my favorite part about it. My, my gut reaction walking out, like I never collected the Fleer uh, Marvel cards growing yeah. up, but my gut reaction was like, I need to buy a box of Fleer Marvel cards. I need to get yeah. some foil <laughs> cards. I want some Wolverines. Yeah, God, let's do it. Yeah, I've got that itch. Like I want to go back and read like some issues, honestly, because I like the premise of everything. And I, I think I'd like to dive in deeper. You want to dive in? Take a deep dive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, what was your uh, gut reaction coming out of the movie? My gut reaction was honestly exactly like Jake's. Like, I just, it, it was like this feeling by the end of it, you walk out, and you know it's a Deadpool movie, because Deadpool's the main character. But, yeah, it just, it had so much, I think, oh man, I had I wrote notes earlier, because I was really excited about Nerd. this. Nerd! I'm a stupid... I'm such a nerd, but yeah, it it felt like, um, I don't know. It felt like the first Deadpool movie was almost like this fun kind of spoof that secretly took place in the X-Men universe when nobody was looking and that he was just like, like Deadpool was like Goldilocks and just sneaking in and playing with all the X-Men stuff and, and all that kind of thing. 
And then in the second one, it was just like they fully embraced everything about the world of X-Men. And it was just like, no, Deadpool's a part of that. He's going to team up with a few X-Men characters. We're going to do X-Force. We're going to have all these references to like Mr. Sinister and, and the Juggernaut's going to show up. And we're like... Cable's gonna come in, and he's and gonna fucking come Mojo and Madeline Pryor and and Shatterstar, and you're just like, what? Did, this is like embracing more of the X Men mythology than any of the other films have. It, it yeah. was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's but, weird too because a lot of those a lot of those characters are kind of like even within the X Men world, a lot of those characters are kind of obscure. Yeah, like Shatterstar. Like when whenever they meet Shatterstar, and he's like, oh, my name's Shatterstar. I'm an alien from Mojo World. I was like. I was like, oh, my God, Mojo. They fucking talk. They just talk like Mojo's like this big, weird villain in the X-Men universe. And there's like a lot of storylines that heavily revolve around him. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, holy shit. Like he's from he is from Mojo World. Yeah. And uh, it's just weird to see all that shit. Yeah. Even even Black Tom Cassidy, like he's a joke in this movie, but. That guy's an X-Men villain, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. He's and, the uh, cousin of, of Banshee, who was in X-Men First Class. Exactly. And he also, in the comics for a long time, is, like, really good friends with Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whenever they kept being like, oh, the monster, the big guy, I was like, surely this is not the Juggernaut. Like, surely the Juggernaut is not going to be in this surely. movie. Surely. And not only, not only is the Juggernaut in this movie, but they completely, uh, you know, fix him from X-Men 3. They get rid of the stupid you know, powers he had in that movie. They even acknowledge that he's related to Charles Xavier, which yeah. they completely take out of uh, X-Men 3. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? How is this yeah. movie <laughs> uh, perfect? Doing justice to all those characters. This is, Jake and yeah. John, I just kind of want y'all to talk for the yeah, rest of the episode. Because you, you know. <laughs> on so many things, because I remember the second time watching this, I was like, Mojo World, or whatever they said. I was like, oh, that just sounds like a throwaway, like, because that yeah. character in the movie is, like, supposed to be dislikable and kind of, like, irritating. So I was like, oh, that's probably just, like, whatever. But I, that's really interesting to know. So, yeah, there you go. But, Abby, yeah. before Guys, I get your gut reaction, I do want to say, I think part of this is something that we're really starting to see. Uh, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Look at Thor Ragnarok. Look at Logan. Look at the first Deadpool. Uh, comic book movies, for the first time, are not afraid of who they are. There's no more. Yeah, right. Oh, here comes Embracing a pun. All the weird There's no shit. more uh, identity yes. crisis. Comics. Like <laughs> comics. We know uh, who we are. Oh, uh, you know, it, hashtag comics. Uh, no, no, no. But they're 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 not afraid of of owning up to who they are. And like, remember that joke uh, in the first X Men movie where they're they're in the plane or whatever, and they're going to the Statue of Liberty, which also is the second best movie with a Statue of Liberty. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you guys know what I mean. Uh, we know. Uh, and then they make that joke like Wolverine's like they're talking about their black suits. He's like, what are we supposed to be wearing? Like yellow spandex? Yeah. And it's like, ha ha ha! This isn't a yes. real movie. These are superheroes. Uh, yeah. I imagine that the Wolverine that we would see in this Deadpool universe would be wearing the Wolverine costume. He would look like, yeah. exactly. He yes. would look like Wolverine as opposed to And what's crazy is, like, if the, the whole, you know, Fox-Disney deal goes through and they eventually bring X-Men into that world, they're probably going to be in, like, yellow and black spandex yeah, or whatever sure. suits they're supposed to be wearing. Yeah. They will be, yeah. Um, and, by the way, just real quick, the Disney-Fox deal has not gone through yet. Comcast is trying to interfere and undercut Disney. If I need one more reason to hate Comcast, it's bad <laughs> enough that these yeah. fucking people 
costs me $200 a month because I can't let go of cable because I'm an old man. Mm. And the internet <laughs> and all this shit, I'm already mad at Comcast all the time. And if they prevent the Fantastic Four and the X-Men from joining the MCU, I might consider cutting the cord. Yeah. yeah. That's might. my threat. Might. <laughs> I might. Abigail. Maybe. Craig. Yo. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Abby. Um, yeah, what were you going to ask? I was just going to ask you like how you're doing. No, I'm no, ready no. to get rid of Comcast. You saw <laughs> you saw Deadpool twice. Yes. Um, Deadpool 2 twice. Uh, you actually had a very strong reaction to it. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I just, I thought it almost had more heart than the first one, which was uh, surprising because that first one was uh, extremely like emotional and, and romantic and sweet and beautiful. Um, but the message in this movie was not unlike uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the the first volume for me, like the find your like the that family is not an F word, and like find your F word, like that whole like you know putting together your your family and like there's there's people out there in this world that are pieces of shit, but you can you can find the good ones and you can like connect with them and and yeah, what the kids in the institute and all that kind of stuff, like growing up in a you know super religious home, like. Just being able to see that kind of stuff, to see the the going back and the retribution and, like, to see Domino going back and, like, you know, kicking ass and taking names and decapitating people and the kids cheering, like, that is all, like, right up my alley and I absolutely loved it. I'm a huge Dream Warriors fan, obviously. I just, like, fucking, like, institutes and kids being able to go back and, like, fuck it up. Like, I just, I loved it. I loved this movie. I cried harder the second time. And also the opening of this movie took me back because I, I didn't anticipate, uh, what's her name, Vanessa, like, her character passing yeah. away that quickly, and then the credits yeah. with the Celine Dion mm-hmm. song and also, like, the the way the credits played out was, like, it was it was funny. Like, to be laughing, crying, going back and forth between laughing and crying is something I very much enjoy doing in a movie theater, and that reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. So this movie, I think I like Deadpool 2 more than the first Deadpool, and I might go see it again because I really, really yeah. liked it. Yeah, it was kind of insane, though, like, you're totally right where you know Vanessa dies and then it goes into the credits and like the song is getting it's just like milking your emotions and making you want to like cry and and be sad but then Mm -hmm. you're watching this like trippy James Bond opening credit spoof with like Deadpool like bending over (laughs) silly yeah it felt really it's it's a weird feeling but it felt good to be like sobbing but also laughing and not knowing what to do with your face the whole time yes that makes me feel really i like that. my face was eating popcorn um so so as far as the storyline of this movie so it picks up pretty quickly after here comes the twizzlers yeah i have like a economy size bag of twizzlers which so who anybody listening to this in the uh if you want car is getting a little asmr right now do you want to do a little? I know you've had a hard day. <laughs> you guys know what ASMR? We all, all right. Um, well, pass me a Twizzler okay. if you want to keep going. You could take it. Cool. I'm going to actually keep it away you from my He's going to pass. Um, passing on the Twizzler. So this movie takes place, I don't know, pretty quickly after the first one. Um, it kind of catches you up. You've got Deadpool all around the world just fighting crime. He must kill 100 people in the first three minutes of this movie. It is yeah. like... Nine to five? First of all, it was an amazing song, and it's a great movie, and I was really glad that played Dolly Parton while all that shit happened. It's, it's very, very cool. good. I mean, that's that's like the new... that You're going to get that in every comic book movie now. Just the combination of like 
music that does not necessarily match the tone of what you're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks, James Gunn, for that. I Thank like you. it. Uh, but Jake, this is like Tarantino level violence that we're seeing. It is. Yeah, it's great. It's it, it's different. You know, it's like finally we 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 have been shown that like we can have fun in a superhero movie like watching violence. You know what I mean? Like it's always been they've always been so PG-13 and even like even like uh in the X-Men movies when you have a character like Wolverine and you got to keep it PG. I'm like, you know what? His power is that he has claws that he stabs people with. And for like six movies, he doesn't stab anybody. <laughs> you God know what I mean? damn it. That's so frustrating. Like, it's crazy because he like he I think in X-Men 2 when the the secret agent dudes are like invading the house and kidnapping the all house. the kids. He goes yeah. on like a berserk rage. He just like loses it. But all of the stab shots are off screen or so yeah, quick all, that it's like it's all cut out. Yeah, anything. basically. It's just yeah. like he rams a dude with his claws against and the wall and it's face to face close up. And right, but it's cool. It's cool that like so I mean, first of all, it's cool that we got a rated R Logan. So, you know, they could show us like the depressing serious side of that. But it's but also like, hey, we can have fun and be entertained and be silly and still, you know, cut people's heads off. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. I need Yeah. Um because we're desensitized. Like by the time you see the fifth exactly. person getting something, you know, shoved through their mouth and the out the back of their head, yeah. you know, it's also frustrating. It's like when the Ninja Turtles started playing music instead of like fighting people with weapons. So it's, right. like, it's fucking. Although insane. I'd like to see the Deadpool coming out of our shells tour, Just putting that out. Yeah. There. Okay. <laughs> I like um, do it. So movie opens up, and Deadpool's kicking ass. Goes home to his lovely wife Vanessa, talking mm-hmm. to her. She tells him she's ready to have a baby. He's excited because he wants to be a father. And obviously that sets the course of this whole movie's about family. Um, and finding your family, like Abby said. And uh, then she gets killed. Uh, I was shocked. Did I knew it was yeah. going to happen the moment that I saw like the toaster coming back into play when he pops the... I think... I don't know if they're toaster strudels or waffles, but... Let's talk about it. What I do you was think like, it was? Not sure. Pretty sure it was a strudel. I think it was strudel, a strudel because yeah. I saw a toaster strudel box. So I'm going to go ahead and go with, yeah. I'll but, a strudel, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, it <laughs> reminded me about uh, when she dies at the beginning. Like, I, okay, this is, this is, I don't know what this says about me. Uh, so her name is Vanessa and she gets killed right at the beginning of the second movie. All I'm thinking about is Austin Powers. I'm thinking about when Vanessa, played by What's-Her-Face, is the main actress in Elizabeth, Ver- Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley in Austin Powers. And then she dies okay. at the beginning of the second movie. Yeah. So, I don't even remember that. So I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah. cool. Cool. So that's what I was deep thinking cut. about. That was cool. a deep cut. Cool. Deep cut. <laughs> hey, killer reference, huh? This is killer. Anyways, <laughs> she dies. Uh, Deadpool gets depressed, tries to kill himself. Uh, Abby, you saw it most recently. What happens after that? Um, uh, he tries to kill himself, and he, like, breaks into little pieces. He's rescued and taken to, uh, where all the X-Men are in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this really sets up the X-Men universe that we're... Like you guys said earlier, the first movie, it's kind of like, uh, John, I think you said it's like Deadpool's kind of like teasing, and he's just playing in this universe, but you're kind of like, does this count? Is this canon? I think after this movie, we can officially say this is in the X-Men 
like filled yeah. the universe. I mean, I guess yeah. we would have to because, you know, we literally get the X-Men for yeah. a split-second cameo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which apparently was James McAvoy and all those dudes, and uh, how awesome was. is that? Yeah. Yeah. It was um, very funny. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all, and it, it's such a quick scene that I was like, okay, I saw Quicksilver. I think that was actually Evan Peters. I see Beast, and it's over so quick that I'm like, who else was even in that shot? I had to, I had to go home, look it up, uh, realize that it is Professor Xavier, Cyclops, Beast, and Quicksilver, and it's all, it's all the actual guys who have been yeah. playing them in the X Men films. Right. All I know is they, they were filming something. They were filming Dark Phoenix, the next X Men movie, and yeah. they were like, hey, today we're actually going to film like some bonus stuff for Deadpool, and they said. I read that they uh, actually filmed like a bunch of different takes of whatever, like different versions of what would happen in that scene. Oh, and right. apparently, some of them are a lot funnier and a lot like raunchier too. So oh, hopefully, wow. those make it to like yes, scenes that'd be on. great. Um, I could watch Deadpool riding around in Professor X's wheelchair all day. Long. <laughs> Dude, yes. Yeah. What he's got? What's the head device on? Oh like, yeah, that's that was all they very funny. They he fucking breaks it. Yeah, he does. They should have put him back in that wheelchair once he had the baby legs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would have been great. great Hold time on. To bring Hold that on. Good call. I want to. I can think we can have a whole other episode about the baby legs scene. Um, <laughs> it's so good. So they get the call, right? Him and Colossus. Mm-hmm. They, and, they get the call. They answer the call. They answer the call. They're better than answer the call. Um, Yukio, that's uh, a new character. Mm-hmm. She's the girlfriend of. What's her face? Negasonic Teenage Negasonic Teenage... What's her name? Yep. Warhead. 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 Uh, the dynamic between her and Ronald Reynolds... Ron, like the Ronald funny. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. The whole movie is <laughs> very... It's very funny. Oh, I'm fine. It's, yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Like, it's just a really sweet moment. You get it, like, once an hour. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. um, it's, like, sweet, but, like, you know there's more that, like, is going on. But, like, you just... It's just, hi! It's so funny. Um... It also kind of feels like inappropriate and possibly racist, um, <laughs> but hey, we'll just laugh and carry on and not have to take those things so seriously. It made me laugh and I loved it. I um, loved all of their like screen so time. So they get to the call. They go to the orphanage and that's where we get introduced to the kid. What's the kid's name? God, I should Russell? Russell. 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 Right? Russell. Russell Collins Firefist. John, what was your opinion of uh, Russell? I thought Russell was hilarious, and it's crazy because he's like, like a, a pretty dark character in the comics. But it's uh, it's pretty. He was he was great. Like every everything about him and and how close. Like he wants that F word. He wants he wants family, and the he's right there on the edge of either like having something that really matters to him, and you can tell how bad he wants it, or just going completely the opposite way. And uh, and the fact that he's like that kind of character and that much is at stake, but he still makes you laugh. And like every scene he's in was pretty awesome. Jake. Rebecca. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I hated this kid, man. I, he, I don't know. He, he annoyed me. He, I don't know. This kid annoyed the shit out of me. And I was like, I really, I just didn't like him. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think he was, I didn't think he was very funny. Uh, I really wanted Cable to kill this kid. <laughs> Man, the movie would have been way different. The, the movie's great. Uh, I, I love the movie. He, he. I think he's the one thing I don't like about the movie. I just don't like this kid. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's um, 
you know, the plot or the or the way it's written that I don't like. I just this kid just annoyed me. I yeah. just he, I was annoyed Denison. every time he opened his mouth. I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, child. <laughs> sorry, child actor. God, he's a real Kieran Culkin. Wow. This one. Um, he needs to go back to school. So. Well, there before I move, couple, Abby, there were a couple of wonky moments that I would say that maybe like not even a couple. I think I noted that when they were in like the what's the name of the prison, the icebox, or yeah. okay, mm-hmm. so when they're in there, I felt like his yeah. delivery was a little like, eh, like maybe yeah, we could have like had a couple more takes on that one. Like yes, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I agree. I yeah, but he's also supposed to be a character that you're not sure how you should feel about him because you want to know you don't know how what's, how he's going to go in the end if he's going to go to the good side or the bad or whatever. Yeah. So you know, they've um, got all it's these. It's okay if you hate him a little bit. They've got all these kids at the mutant reeducation center, which obviously uh, it's kind of like borrowing from some real life stuff. Which I kind of thought of it as like the uh, what's that stuff they do where they try to like take kids who are gay yeah the correction camps and stuff like conversion that. therapy yeah conversion yeah. therapy mm-hmm. uh which is fucking awful and it makes me sad that that's a real thing and not something from a fucking i don't know george orwell book or something he's george yeah. orwell i know books. that's kind of Anyways. that's kind of an x-men that's kind of an x-men thing though and that that's kind of like the whole reason uh x-men was created um you know originally was be was to be kind of like a Metaphor you know, for all mere, that. Like, uh, yeah, he says, it, he says it in the movie. He's like, yeah, they make a joke. Yeah, exactly. Reference to sixties era civil rights or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They make they make a joke about it, but that's literally, yeah, that's literally how the X Men started. So, um, right on. Yeah, so they go to rescue him, or he's kind of. I don't know if they're trying to re- they're trying to stop him because he's got you know fire fists going all over the place, blowing shit up. Um, there's a firefight. This is kind of what leads to. Uh, Russell and Deadpool ending up going to jail. Um, but let's talk about Cable. Let's just talk about Cable. Let's do it. Let's just do, do it. it. Okay? Yeah. I'll give my opinion first. Josh okay. Brolin? He's very... He's good. He's doing good. <laughs> he's doing very good. He's doing good? With his life. He's yes. doing good with his life. Uh, he's making good choices. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's he's making sure. good choices. He's, uh, he's having a heck of a summer. Yeah. Tell you that much. Um I thought Cable was awesome. I mean, I don't have much of a basis of comparison to the way he's written in the comics, um, but I thought what they did with him, uh, it's not, like, obviously, Jake, we talked a lot about how in the trailers for this movie, they, they kind of set it up that he's, like, the straight villain. Um, but it's yeah. very quick in this movie, you start having sympathy, and you start realizing that he's time-traveling back to try, you know, they make it very clear that something... You see that teddy bear. You see that teddy yeah. bear. It's very much... Uh, it's kind of a trope you see in a lot of these movies. It's it's almost like a John Wick type thing. Like he, he's out for vengeance, right? Uh, right. Jake, what'd you uh, what'd you think of Josh Brolin as Cable? I thought he was great, man. Uh, it, just like you said, I was seeing seeing the trailers for the movie did leave me a little like curious as to what they were doing, and maybe like a little annoyed because I'm like, Cable's not really a you know he's not a villain. Um, he is very stern and serious most of the time, like he is in the movie, but he's not. He's not a bad guy. He, he has spent a lot of time basically, you know, on the X-Men and a lot of time is just the leader of X-Force. Um, so I was like uh, going into the movie, I was like, all right, there's going to be a point here where they're going to team up. There's going to be something else. And uh, I was very happy for that to actually happen. Um, but I, I thought Cable was great, man. He's like one of those guys you 
especially if you watch the animated series, he's a he's a he's a big member. He's he is the son of Cyclops and Jean Grey. He uh, they they don't mention that in the film at all. But you know they don't even mention. Do they even mention his real name in this movie? Yeah, yeah. It's in the uh, so they they actually do mention he's the the son of uh, Scott Cyclops and yeah. uh, and Madeline Pryor, who the is clone. Yeah, yeah, the clone, which is a whole other thing. But they talk about that, and then he he specifically says like. Um, you know his daughter um, Hope, Hope, Hope Summers, yep. who is yep. like a, a big deal too. Like, I mean, she is. it was that was another just like how the little moment of like Shatterstar saying, "I'm from Mojo World." Yep. When when Cable just lays out like, "Oh yeah, Cyclops is my dad. My mom is Madeline Pryor. My daughter's Hope." I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah. I guess that is all part of this world too now." Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like when it's like uh, if she's like, uh, "You guys are really good at this science stuff, but yeah. I know New York." Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Same thing. Uh, that that I think is, I think that's a like an added bonus to them. So, like people, people obviously like Craig, Abby, you guys enjoyed this movie. You really liked it, and you you know you you don't have a big history in the X Men, and you can still enjoy it. And then it's like, you know, for people who do know a little more. They they follow it a little more, and I'm and, and it's it's almost like enjoying the movie on a completely different. There's level. layers, yeah, and I'm yeah. and I'm sure and I'm sure that they're and I and I wasn't like a huge reader of the comics, you know. I I collected a lot of cards and learned a lot about them but that, that way and watching the animated series, and uh, I feel like I'm sure I even you know missed a lot of stuff that other people are like, oh god, that's from this or that's from this yeah. and. It's just cool for a movie to be like that, to have so many, you know, layers of enjoyment right. and like yeah. Easter I, I, eggs for. for... Yeah, and it's cool. Well, and it's like it's layered and you have surface like there's so many there's surface level entertainment. Right. My dad could go to this movie and enjoy it knowing yes. nothing mm-hmm. about. Yes. Comic it's books. shit you don't it's need to know. Everyone. It's like nothing yes. right. is dependent on you for, actually knowing For the general shit. audiences, you're just like, oh, yeah, Cable has a family. And the fact that he names them is just like, okay, now you can kind of like, right. you feel a little bit more for those characters. They're not just mm-hmm. nameless people. But, right. the but fact because that of they, who, yeah. I was just going to say, the fact that it's important to Ryan Reynolds, who's developing these movies, and to the writers and to the directors, to not, to, to go deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. Uh, it, it shows a level of care and a level of um, just like inclusion. Understanding the property and like how to how yeah. to utilize and it. It's Doing so, your homework. It's so yeah. unbelievably important. Franchise it, films are not just like they make more money than ever. These movies are making tons of money, but they're not mm-hmm. just summer popcorn movies anymore. This is what people of all walks of life are going like the world sucks right it's where now. i find catharsis yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. like it's a big Definitely. deal and and people sure. are going to these movies and everybody can enjoy like you don't need to accommodate the lowest common denominator to make these yeah. movies it also sorry like, it, ranting sorry martha <laughs> no You're but it also it. it also sorry, like <laughs> one of the one of the big things that sucks about you know the past six x-men movies especially the first three is that you you had you had them throwing like sabertooth is in the very first x-men movie right Mm -hmm. and like 
Saber and Wolverine have this huge history together in the comics, which they explore, you know, 10 years later. But when you're watching this first movie and they like don't even seem to really know each other and you don't hear anything about it. You when you when you when you're getting all these older X-Men movies with all these characters that don't interact like they know each other, when people who watch the cartoons or read uh-huh. the comics are like these characters that's her mother. Why doesn't yeah. why doesn't she know who she why doesn't Rogue and Mystique know who they are? You know, why doesn't Nightcrawler and like why doesn't anybody know each other? But we know like this is like a rich world where everybody some of these people are fucking brother and sister and they're not acting mm-hmm. like it so to watch deadpool fucking deadpool for them to be like you know to connect all the dots and and for juggernaut to be like yeah my brother is charles xavier and you mm-hmm. know like just shit like that it feels so fucking good yeah like, finally the best thing finally. is it's stuff, it's stuff like that like it's not even like juggernaut's looking at the camera and giving a speech about how it it's matters a throwaway it's like how hard how like, hard was it for you to write that like, yeah, my brother, he, he uh, I wear this helmet so he can't mess with my mind. And exactly. It's like, they could have been Thank talking you. about going and getting a cheeseburger after they were done, and it wouldn't have changed anything that was happening. But the yeah. fact that they said, nah, let's put it in here. It'll be good. Like, right. that was really cool. Yep. 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 I agree. There you go. Let's talk about <laughs> X-Force. Let's do it. Oh, let's talk about yeah. Domino. God. Go for it. Domino's great. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Zazzy? Zazzy? Zazzy Beats? Beats? Yeah, she's like, uh, well, she's from Atlanta, which is an amazing show. Um, and she is, like, fantastic on screen. And, yeah, I could have watched, I could watch an entire movie with just her. And um, I love She'll that. she probably get one. Yeah, yeah at this point, she looked good. Uh, she was tough and awesome. And I love that a luck was, like, her superpower. And I love the way that they displayed that in that sequence. When she's like going through the town and there's like the armored cars and all that yes. chasing was awesome. I fucking loved it. And when um, she just lands yeah. right in the car. I have a long history of ranking chase scenes in movies. This one's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That entire good, sequence. Right? It's sick. After the. Um, after and they're the... just like launching the like uh, prisoners off. Like the. Mm-hmm. That was, oh, sorry. The, the entire sequence after yeah. the skydiving. Like everybody's talking about the skydiving scene because it is very funny and very well done. But. As far as an action movie chase sequence, like this is right up there with uh, Matrix Revolutions. Oh. Matrix Revelations. <laughs> you said it. You went ahead and said reloaded. it. Matrix reloaded. Matrix reloaded. There we go. Uh-huh. Those, oh, dude, those uh-huh. twins. What are those twins? Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, who who are the other members uh-huh. of the X Force that we get introduced to, John? Okay, so we got um, we got Shatterstar, who we talked about a little bit already. Uh, we got Bedlam, who can control electrical fields, including in your brain, so he can mm-hmm. make you feel pretty shitty. Um, we I'm got like, yes. Oh, why am I having a brain? Domino Vanisher. He was, Vanisher. A, he was a big part of it. Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, big cameo uh, by Brad Pitt. Yep. Who I was reading about it. <laughs> Brad Pitt was originally in talks to play Cable, and I never knew that. Oh wow, um, weird. But that weird. yeah, that probably. Mm. You know. I'm fine without that. Tyler Durden. All right, sorry, John. Keep he going. can have everything else. <laughs> Um, I'm drawing a blank. What was Pennywise's uh, character's name? I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but uh, Bill Skarsgård. Zeitgeist. Yeah, Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I while watching this movie, I was like, I'm gonna do that costume. Yeah. Oh, Peter. Yeah, and Peter. 
God. But what, the, the thing about X-Force that's great is that uh, the whole thing with Domino and her, her superpower being, like, luck and Zeitgeist's power is that he, like, vomits on you. These are all actual characters. Yeah. And, and, and there's so, there's so, there are, like, hundreds of X-Men mutants and uh, mutants within the, the, the X-Men universe that mm-hmm. that's what happened in the comics. Their, their powers got stupid and like it just got to a point where you're like oh that's your power huh so i thought that that was funny because like domino's power that's kind of a dumb thing like oh i'm lucky like it seems dumb but they they, as you see it play out yeah as you see it play out yeah it's it's very funny Um, it's funny how they, they they talk about you know deadpool's ranting he's like god that's a really dumb power what comic book artist came up with that? Some guy who can't, can't draw, draw feet. feet. And it's funny because yeah. Rob Liefeld notoriously would draw characters with their feet off panel because he just right. didn't want to draw feet. And he created like yeah. most of these characters. Oh. You yeah. know what? Yeah, that's great. Deadpool, right? <laughs> yeah. And again, that's just a, a, a layer that the average moviegoer is not going to see or know about. Yet this is the number one. I mean, this movie beat Avengers this week. Yeah. Wow. Also, I yeah. like that. Guys. Remember in 2018 where I was like, well, Deadpool took out Avengers, the two biggest <laughs> movies in the world, and Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming up soon. It's like, what world yeah. are we living in? Yeah. This is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so crazy. anyways. Um, cool. So yeah, Domino is great. Uh, I was reading, apparently her character was a little bit different than how she's portrayed in the comics. Is that correct? Uh, uh, she, she, her, she, I mean, she's usually... Uh, I think she's African American. Sometimes I think there's, you know, there's always like multiple versions of characters mm-hmm. in comics. Right, right. I think she's usually, I think she's usually uh, a white woman. Uh, yeah. But and she and she has like a black circle around her eye. Okay. Uh, in the, in the comics, the I think it's in the movie. In the comics, I think it's actually like makeup, like part of her. It's makeup or something. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Which, I don't know if y'all saw, um, Hal posted, our friend Hal Clay posted that, one of, what's the character from, uh, uh not... Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs, yeah. The, John Candy. Oh, the John Candy's yeah. character. It's very similar. And I couldn't get that out of my head, and also I saw that before I saw the movie, and I was like, no spoilers! That's very funny. No spoilers. <laughs> so I got really mad. Um, so, the, the scene where they're interviewing, um, uh, candidates for X-Force is a very funny scene. Yes, uh, It's, it's yeah. very well done. Um, one of the things that came out this week is that one of the original ideas was that they wanted um, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm to co- to to be interviewed oh, <laughs> to be on X Force. Oh, yeah. um, and <laughs> they talked about it. They were going to do it. it. Just it didn't come to. Uh, it was in one of the original scripts. Uh, that would have been amazing. That would yeah. have been that, crazy. That's just my opinion, but that would have been very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, those Fantastic Four movies are not good. No, <laughs> they're not. No, um, they. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that just led into like because I know as soon as this whole deal happens or whatever, like Fantastic Four will. I, I feel like eventually Fantastic Four is going to be a part of you know the MCU, right? Yeah, and uh, and that's probably they were like, all right, we really want to do this, but the, w- should we fuck with the Fantastic Four again before we actually bring in <laughs> right. the Fantastic Four? And it brings up yeah, the. The, the point of recasting, I read today that Donald Glover is being considered as a villain for the second Black Panther movie. 
And it's mm-hmm. weird because he was already a character in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. So, Correct. I so guess... that's kind of a weird continuity thing. If yeah. you got, yeah. So what? Thanos was literally Thanos and Cable are the yeah. same person. And they yeah. acknowledge that at one point. Calls him Thanos. I waited. Yeah, I was put waiting. Donald Glover in it. That's fine. I was waiting the whole movie for him to call him Thanos, and he finally did. He did. It was so cool. I kept waiting. Every time he kept doing the X Force symbol, I was like, "He's gonna say Wakanda forever," and he never does. <laughs> so Abby, yeah, well, I didn't know if because uh, Domino goes, isn't that a little derivative? Is that based on I being derivative it, of X Men, or is it being I derivative had, of the Wakanda salute? I think it was supposed to be Both, like a different meaning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think the so. more you Do, know. No, you, Black Panther's untouchable. You don't. You can't say anything bad about Black he Panther. You can't. It's too close. You can't. Sorry, it's too close. It's the highest gross. I walked Jake, out. Jake gave me some hot takes on Black Panther this week too. <laughs> oh. What, why are you putting it all on me Ouch. as if I was the only one? Come on. Hey, hey, all I this said is was what happened. Four three was better. I agree with that. I agree. I think. Jake's listen, one. listen. Get the well, fan on. I. I th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, Jake. I know it hurts. You listen, can't have a fan. I shared the same sentiment with Jake. I think. When we're, we're talking about the MCU movies, like sometimes you're kind of like picking it. What's the phrase? Picking at straws. Taking straws. Yeah. You're nitpicking. Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just I like, was like, yeah, straws. that's what you do. And I'm like, I chew on a straw. Uh, but Black Panther's is, is, is... He gave it a governor's, governor's nudge. Governor's nudge. Governor's I forgot about the governor's nudge, How do you remember that shit? Thank <laughs> you for coming on the show, John. Classic that was, that was your purpose. Um, so, well, real quick, before we keep going, there's been Black Panther, Avengers, and Deadpool 2 are the three superhero movies we've gotten this year. Am I forgetting any? Or are those the three? Uh, I, I feel like that's it, yeah. Like, no, like, this doesn't say anything about the quality of Black Panther, but, like, if I was ranking these three movies, I would probably have, I think I liked Avengers. I liked the Wakanda and the Black Panther scenes in Avengers a lot more than some of the stuff I saw in actually Black Panther. Um, hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, just, just put it out there. I'm not sure how I feel. I feel like I need to put a little more thought into it. No, right now I want opinions. I think, John, your cable. I think? think, I think that I don't. It's hard to. I don't know at this point, especially because Black Panther came out so close to Avengers. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like it's just like an immediate follow-up, and all the Wakanda and Black Panther scenes that were in Avengers just feel like it feels like you walked out of Black panther and you were like okay now we got to go fight thanos it, it just feels like it all goes together and it's just like a natural like okay it's just going to keep getting bigger and better mm-hmm. so yeah it's hard to i don't like i feel the same way about not to like start reviewing other movies but i feel the same way about avengers infinity war that i felt about the last um the last harry potter movie deathly hallows part two where it's yeah. like it's hard to review it as just a movie on its own because right. so much of why that movie works is because you're taking into account the 10 years of movies that came before it. So a lot of it isn't even going to like matter as much or make as much mm-hmm. sense if you're not at least remembering the broad strokes of all those things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very fair point. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence for Voldemort. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, what, what religion are you a part of, <laughs> I don't know. I started. I started to do. I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, he's, hey, he's you, you, you guys are right. Yeah, 
Whatever. Uh, whatever. I was about to just start shitting on Black Panther again, but then I remembered this is the Deadpool episode. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. So let's talk about the Juggernaut. Uh, we hey, talked a little before, bit before, before, Hey, before we do that, <laughs> since we were just talking about the X-Force, I just want to say, like, I, I think it was really cool that he puts together the X-Force and it immediately doesn't work. They all die. Yes. And at first, I was like, "Oh, the wind advisory." They just off the I was like, when he, when they when they kill them all off at first, I'm like, "Oh, I was kind of looking forward to like a team," but they they just kind of, you know, earlier Abby, you were talking about the whole like family thing. Mm-hmm. He, the X Force, all you know, comes to their end, but then he kind of forms a new X Force, you know, yes. with Colossus yes. and Cable and and it and it becomes like. A legitimate X Force, you know, because they and, go through something and together. I thought that was that was a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's also I think it was really great writing and very funny because that moment before they drop out of that uh, plane, you're thinking at least I was thinking was oh my god, there's a whole new cast of characters that have assembled here. This is like halfway through the movie. Okay, maybe a, yeah. a little bit of a rush for a lot of characters that I'm not sure of all their names to be in one plane together right. for me to care about them but as they all died i was like wait a minute this is fantastic what a great way to kill off a bunch of people i was and then I the was stinger so scenes surprised. fixed it so yeah it's great <clears throat> i was ready to be like wow this is like i was giving them props because i was like they're legitimately gonna go and save the day with a whole bunch of like random obscure nobodies i was like props to them like if this is what the x-force movie ends up being and it's yeah. just like the the Z-listers of the X-Men universe, this is right. going to be fun. And then none of them even make it, like, five minutes after the plane jumped. I was like, oh, yeah. that was, works too. <laughs> yes. I was laughing so hard when Bill Skarsgård dies. I was like, God, that shit is so funny. Yeah, I was just thinking about the... This is kind of off topic of what you guys are talking about, but in the scene, when they're in the, the prison and they've got the collars on, and you yeah. first realize that the second that Deadpool's powers are gone... His cancer starts killing him. Yeah, that yeah. is that so, was that is so it's, scary. It's terrifying, isn't it's, it? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, uh, my stage four cancer is like, I'm going to be dead like, yep. very soon. Yeah. He's like, make yeah. friends with the biggest guy here. Um. So, and it, I was just thinking about the end with where the collar kind of comes back into play. But anyways, um, yeah, the X Force. Uh, I think they're going to get their own movie. Uh, Cable. I know that Josh Brolin signed like a four picture deal. So all that stuff's going to keep going. Um. But so we talked about. Earlier, they they were saying there's like this beast or this monster that's like in the lower cell. Um, my first thought, with my limited knowledge of giant, um, this is what I thought: it's going to be a big guy, it's going to be a bad guy, and it's going to be somebody that even the the moderately knowledgeable uh, comic fans or, or X Men fans are going to know. So my my immediate thought was, oh, I wonder if that's going to be the Juggernaut. Um, but you know when you watch movies and you think something's going to happen, it never happens the way you think it's going right. to happen. Um, right. So I was like, I was like, <clears throat> I was like, it's going to be the Cloverfield monster. This is a Cloverfield. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! What if Deadpool's a Cloverfield movie? Yes, <laughs> The fucking Cloverfield monster. Yeah. Um, so Jake, what what, did, what was your reaction when he popped out? Uh, it was like, oh, so fuck, he looks like that, it's just like from the comics. Well, well, you know, at first, like. When, when you know when he 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 makes a joke about it at first he's like they they talk about the monster and he's like that's gonna you know foreshadowing he says something about it and yeah. I I did the same thing I was like well who can that be and I and I my only two options that I thought of were Juggernaut and the Blob but oh, my yeah. second 
But then my second thought was like, it's probably just going to be a made up character. I was like, is it, are they really going to have the juggernaut in this movie? And then, yeah, it's definitely the juggernaut. And it's almost like a, like you said, when that, when, when you're thinking something's going to happen during a movie and it never happens when it does, it's almost like, it it almost felt, it just felt weird. I was like, Oh, it is the juggernaut. And, and Hey, he looks like the fucking juggernaut. He is acting. He's not. He doesn't. It's not dumb Vinnie Jones in a fucking weird, you know, <laughs> muscle. Whatever he was wearing. I'm a juggernaut, yeah. bitch. No, I need yeah. to see I, that I, The now. juggernaut was very fun. The juggernaut was. And hey, like as much as I'm here talking about how much of an X Men movie this is, uh, there was a major battle between Colossus and the Juggernaut. Yeah. Which, what the fuck? You can't get more <laughs> straight up X Men than that. Yeah, you really? saw his fucking butt. It, it was hairy amazing. butt. It's good butt. I loved it. John, I loved it. Yeah. What's up? Your thoughts? <laughs> John has gone bye bye. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a terrible comic book fan because when they were in the prison, they're talking about like, oh, the monster and the and the lower cell. I did not even think about Juggernaut. Like Juggernaut was nowhere on my mind at any point in this movie until the truck crashes and you see his helmet start to come out. And that's when I was like, no. And I like, it just blew me away. Like when you finally see him, I was like this, I, that I was not ready for that. And I I got really excited. My wife had to calm me down. Nice. You like leave the theater. You just you you walk up to anybody who'll listen to you. You're just going no. No. You go to the, the ticket lady. No. Like, no. 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 And I just ran out. Of the- <laughs> no. John hasn't even seen the end of Deadpool. Um, <laughs> so, I've just been kind of playing along. <laughs> yeah. Moving along here. So it kind of. Um, hold on. Something crazy happened. Um. It kind of moves towards this final battle, right? So once the chase scene happens and, and it's kind of revealed why Cable's doing what he's doing and they kind of get, they're, they're getting their wits about him because like when the when the chase kind of happened, like the airplane scene and then the chase scene, I was thinking, oh, this is the third act. This movie's almost over. And then you realize like, oh, there's a whole nother part to come, um, which I think is always the sign of a, of a good movie when you're like, oh my God, this is the climax. And then you're like, we're, we're still going. Um, yeah. Also, the good sign. Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was just going to say. Uh, okay. It's always a good sign. It's always a good sign. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, <laughs> they all reconvene. We're still going, guys. At uh, the blind lady's apartment. Uh, yeah. For some gut busting humor. <laughs> at this point, uh, Deadpool's had his entire body cut in half, and he's regrowing his legs. And his other ear areas. All his legs. And uh, Abby, you were in a packed theater today. What was the reaction? That's uh, like that scene probably gets the biggest laugh, uh, which it is the funniest. I particularly like like the noise that his little tiny baby legs make when he's he keeps rubbing them together, like because obviously they're hurting and growing, and it's so funny. Uh, also, when uh, what is the I don't know the his friend who lives there. What's uh, I can't. She's got the the blind lady. Oracle. Nah. When she when she puts her hand out and she's and he was like oh that was nice for me I thought that was really, really funny so yeah that's a really Blind good scene Al. okay there Blind you go. Al, yeah that that scene that scene it's it's great because like first of all it is probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie 
and you have people that are, you know, laughing at what's happening, but also it's the scene where Cable shows up and is like, hey, Mm -hmm. we need to work together. So it's like, it's the scene that people need to be listening to, but it's also the scene that people are laughing the most at. So I'm like, hey, shh. Yeah. I need to hear what Cable's saying. <laughs> Jake, you stand up at the theater, you turn around, you're like... Inappropriate. Baby legs aren't funny. Guys, stop. <laughs> this is serious. Uh-huh. I'm dealing with a real issue here. Cable's got a fanny pack. <laughs> oh, shit. This is um, funny. So, um, basically, they get word that, um, that Cable kind of is knowledgeable of, of the path that uh, Fire Fist... What's his name? Fire Fist? Russell. Uh, Russell. Russell. Uh, he knows the path he's going to go down. He's going to go back to the orphanage. He's going to burn the place down. He's going to kill the headmaster. And that's going to lead him down a dark path of uh, almost like the Batman thing. Like once you get that taste. Uh, it, think about what Val Kilmer tells Chris O'Donnell in Batman Forever. He's like, so what? You kill Two-Face. Then what? Yes. Um, actually, never think Great about point. that. Great point. Great point, Chris. Um <laughs> <laughs> what will you do? The circus must be halfway to Metropolis Dude, by now. <laughs> hey, when they make a Superman reference in Batman Forever, you cherish it. Oh, if someone were to fix one of these. No, I was this about to make Superman the point. This is why Superman works alone. Oh, uh, <laughs> No, but the taste for blood is a theme throughout this movie. Yeah, and yeah. like getting your mm-hmm. taste for the kill and that yeah. kind of a thing. And what, mm-hmm. if you can change your path. And I like so, that. so basically at this point, they're going to get the band together and they're going to go take this kid on and they're and and it's that and, you know Cable wants to kill him, and Deadpool thinks Has he thirty can, seconds. And Deadpool thinks he can save him, and that's kind of uh, where this is leading to. Uh, the end of this movie is batshit crazy. That's where we get the mm-hmm. Juggernaut fight with uh, um, Colossus. Colossus. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. By the way, Colossus, best X Men character on screen I've ever seen. Like just aesthetically, like he looks amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. That's just where it all starts to go down, and and it, it's a very well done climax for this movie. Um, obviously, uh, if you've seen it, you know how it goes down. You know that Deadpool dies; he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that play out? He puts on the collar and he he jumps in front of the bullet to save the kid, yeah. Um, yeah. which is going to like show the kid. Uh, basically, he feels like he has to sacrifice himself to save this kid. Um, yeah, yeah, it becomes a moving target sacrificially, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Fuck, this movie's so good. Yeah, I absolutely did too. That was uh, the moment where another time where I was crying and then laughing mm-hmm. because he comes back and comes to and like reinvigorates and. God, it's just ships. so hard to go. I know exactly. <laughs> and just watching his facial expressions change, I'm like, God damn it! And then when he does cross over into like the ether and like into the other world where he sees Vanessa and then. They oh, embrace and they do the fucking take on me arm through like the, okay. the quivering Real quick. wall. The, the strip, Every... the stripped down acoustic version of Take on Me. I listened to that today in the car on the way down, and I had to turn it off. I was like, no, <laughs> not yet, not yet. It's too early. I can't cry yet. But yes, oh, I feel I feel like the whole end of uh, Deadpool, like the way you know he he sacrifices himself, and and not only does he like change the kid's mind he changes like cable's mind a little bit and you know cable goes back and you it it's like if if that were any other movie it would feel so like cliche and Mm -hmm. 
cheap and it would just be like oh of course he sacrificed himself but like it worked it works in this movie you know Mm -hmm. and it's because it's just because uh you know the writing is good like it's good writings it's like you can get you can get away with stuff like that when the rest of your movie is fucking good yeah like one of the things i love about the first movie but also especially this movie is like i remember going into the first movie and outside of a couple of you know, like animated things and comics I'd read about Deadpool. My entire frame of reference was just people dressed like Deadpool at a convention. So I went in thinking if they are an accurate representation of this character, I'm going to hate this, but I feel like I don't see it. But then you watch it and you realize like, there's so much heart to like, even though he's just an irreverent jackass, like he he has a lot of heart. And then in this Mm -hmm. one to see that, I, like they cranked it up even more and you see what family means to him and how, mm. you know, what he's willing to do to save this kid and how it, you know, like you said, it changes Cable's mind. It changes the kid's mind and all of this stuff. It's just like, I kept thinking like this movie is like, has so much more weight than it has any business being because yeah. it, they could string together a plot and just have it be for the sake of Deadpool making jokes. But this is almost the kind of movie like, if it didn't have any jokes in it, it'd, it'd probably be lame and cliche, but it would still be like a well-made movie. Right. And the fact right. that you did like, oh man, my salt was about to come out for answer the call again. But like <laughs> they let this movie be funny without stopping the movie and stopping the story to say like, guys, this is a punchline. Yes. Like it just the humor and the story and the heart, it just like blended together to the point where like, yeah, maybe any one of those things could have stood on their own, but because they were all in the same movie together, working together, mm-hmm. like it, it made it really special. Dynamic. And each mm-hmm. element pushed all the other elements forward even more. Yeah, and before I forget, um, Karen Sony, uh, his role was kind of uh, increased in this movie. Uh, I think his name's Dopender. Dopender. Yeah. Uh, he's so funny. That guy is he's so awesome. funny. He um, got yeah. redemption for Answer the Call in this You know movie. what? He's funny in Answer the <laughs> Call. He's one of the funniest. Yeah, he is funny in that movie. Um, and I know he was on Paul Feig's, uh, what's that show called? The Other, Other Space? I think so. Outer Space? Mm-hmm. Whatever that show is. No clue. No clue. Star Trek meets The Office. Um, so yeah, uh, congrats to him. Good job. And TJ Miller's in it, and he's kind of not great the person but he's still fine. do you think yeah. they cut his part down after some i think they might have cut yeah. his part down. him too probably yeah. um so so let's talk about it so he won't be in three yeah he won't be in the no. next one um he i ain't gonna be in rush hour three <laughs> <laughs> when they uh when once you go to the post credits um uh, okay so at the end of this movie um basically cable uses his last yeah his charge. last charge uh j- just like the last jedi they only had one more jump to go uh he uses his last charge to to go back and place the uh the token from the first date of vanessa and deadpool it's lead yeah and it protects him and it's it's great it's Mm -hmm. great um but and then we think cable's here now you know he's just here he's gonna stick around he's gonna stick around which he will but then in the post credits you see the the girls negasonic and and her and her lady friend uh they're fixing it they're repairing it and you think oh this is going to be so Cable can go back and be with his family. But it's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's so that we can have one of the greatest post credit sequences of all time. Because yeah. I, yeah. It's amazing, There's, right? Yeah. Like he goes into the awesome. he goes into the Wolverine Origins movie and kills the original Deadpool. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. It's great. 
Yeah. Yep. Love it. And then it, it, the it's very also, last one too. It's also like their way of kind of having a Wolverine cameo because it's like <laughs> I guess I don't I don't know what their deal is. It's like you feel like they really want to bring Wolverine into it and you know Hugh Jackman would, but but I don't know if like them just you know, killing off Logan already would would feel too cheap to them right. so this was like their way of like this is a wolverine cameo right i mean, <laughs> I, I mean like stock footage I, I love the fact that he just like he jumps back to you know x-men origins wolverine he jumps and he kills ryan reynolds he kills ryan he reynolds. Can yeah. actually play green lantern yes <laughs> when he's like he welcome to the theater. big leagues and it's just like he's jumping around so much that like i don't like for me, one of the questions that jumped into my mind when I was first watching the movie, like, you know, as it's as he gets to the mansion for the first time, because I was in nerd mode, I was like, hold on. They just showed the version of the X-Men that exists in the 90s in terms of like when the movies take place. But Deadpool's right. in the here and now. So when is this? Like, how does this all fit together? And then you get yeah. to the end and he's just like time jumping everywhere. And I'm like, my head canon now is just that he Deadpool is the reason that the X-Men continuity has never been. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, I like <laughs> your reasoning. Yeah, I see and that. So the, like the way that uh, Wolverine's cameo in X-Men first class when Xavier and Magneto go in the bar and they yeah. introduce themselves and Wolverine's just like, go fuck yourselves. Right. I want there to be when Deadpool is like reforming X-Force and he's like, we need to put the band back together. I want to see him just like that, where he's like, I know exactly what I want. And Wolverine's just like, go fuck yourself. Go and then yourself. like, <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I, you, you mentioned, go ahead, Craig. No, ahead. I was just going to say, I have a feeling we're going to see Hugh Jackman in one of these movies. Like it, it's, yeah. it's inevitable at this point. Yeah, I think so. Probably, you yeah. know, uh, you mentioning the, the green lantern thing reminded me, did you guys get a trailer for the Teen Titans movie? The no. animated one? No. no. I didn't. Yeah. I saw a poster for it. So I had a trailer for that in front of Deadpool. And I've never watched Teen Titans. I have basically hated every DC uh, <laughs> movie that I've seen. I so saw awesome. the trailer for this and I was like, this fucking looks amazing. I've seen a little the bit of that Teen show. It's kind of funny. The Teen Titans animated movie looks hilarious and there's a there's a uh, a green lantern and they they ask him like hey didn't you get a movie already and he's like we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> and also and also superman is voiced by um nicholas cage which oh. is amazing oh wow okay <laughs> and wow. it just like i was like whoa this looks funny as shit you got when we're done go watch the trailer okay yeah. the teen titans movie. I mean, yeah here's the thing the only way dc works is if it's just making fun of itself exactly. did you see that warner brothers tweeted at ryan reynolds and it had like screenshots of like him and green lantern with the ring and they're like hey we want our ring back <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like no seriously we need that back we, we yeah. need to recoup some of our suicide squad money uh-huh. 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 Well, cool. So we'll we'll wrap up the Deadpool discussion. We put Obviously. a Green Lantern in Justice League, but he died, so we're gonna need your ring. <laughs> yeah. Justice League is so bad. Like, okay, remember after we saw Justice League, we doing we were, this? Like, we doing this? No, let's do it. Because it's funny. Because after I haven't all... talked to you oh, in forever, so now that we're here, we need to talk about all the movies. Let's do it. <laughs> Listen, talk about. We don't have to go deep, but it's like after you see Avengers or Deadpool or like just a fucking squirrel walking down the street, you realize that Justice League sucks. It's not even almost good. Like, 
I know there's that one scene where they fight that's kind of cool, but that shit sucks. Yeah. I don't remember. Craig, it's funny that you mentioned a squirrel because they're making a new Warriors TV show for Marvel and the main character is Squirrel Girl. So you'll be able to look at a squirrel and also know that DC still sucks. This is better. Um, Well, cool. So thank you guys uh, for the the Deadpool talk. The movie's great. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you would have just watched this or listened to it, but uh, uh, please go see it because we could talk about it for hours (laughs) and we're not going to do it a whole lot of justice because it's very funny, very well written. It's for comic book fans. It's for uh, general movie going audience. It's, it's awesome. Yep. Good job, Fox and Marvel. Uh, yeah, keep we it salute up. you. Keep mm-hmm. it up. Well played. Um, Ryan all right. Reynolds. We've been going for a while. Josh Brolin, everybody. Mm-hmm. But we talked about doing it. Should we just go ahead and knock out a little bit of a yes, what? have some fuck budget? Yes, fuck budget. You're all about it. All right, John's going to join us. We've never had a guest for the fuck budget. John, my advice to you is take it very seriously. Um, <laughs> oh, I! You should see the notes that I have on this. I, I took time and allocated. Wow! All right, cool. Wow! Wow! Um, real quick, before before Good. we go any further, I was stress allocated right before we recorded. I was like, no, take away to give one, take one. There you go. Not sure. Um, before we before we get going, I do want to say uh, thank you to all of our new listeners. Thanks for everybody who's been checking out the new video feed. We have it up on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we really appreciate everybody's participation, your feedback. All the joyous, uh, joyous is my word of the day because I said it earlier when I was talking about carnivorous creations. Um, thank you. What Facebook, are you doing that great video? Group ther- <laughs> uh, Facebook group therapy. Yes, I have some group therapies where you can find the official discussion for all of our episodes. And that's where we uh, encourage our listeners to go stress out about toys and movies and things that are really getting under your skin or things that you love. Uh, today they were posting about uh, the new Jurassic Park clothing line that's available at Hot Topic, which I think Jake literally like quit his job and went straight to the mall. Um, to check <laughs> I did, it out. Yeah. Um, so, I did, uh, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff going on on our social media. So if you uh, are a fan of Yes Have Some and you want to uh, keep listening and keep interacting with us, you can find us at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast, at Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, Yes Have Some Group Therapy is the official Facebook group. It is now time for the fuck budget. Very quickly, I will explain the rules. We've got five topics dealing with movies, toys, other pop culture things, and you have to give a fuck about them. You only get ten fucks to give total. you got to allocate those fucks wisely because you can't overspend and go into a fuck deficit. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live! Fuck it! That's a new term I've just come up with. The fuck like All right. Are you guys ready to give a fuck? Yes. All right, cool. Very ready. First topic this week is the brand new spinoff in the Men in Black universe. <clears throat> Comes out next year. They're about to start filming, starring Tessa Thompson. Chris Hemsworth and the newest cast member is Liam Neeson. That's right. The Taken Man himself. Special set of skills. Jacob Walsh... Ooh. When it comes Yo. to Liam Neeson being cast in Men in Black, and your overall feelings about Men in Black, okay, how many fucks do you give? I gave it one fuck. I'm not super invested in the Men in Black series. I do think they're fun movies. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth is very funny, and I think anything that's going to show Sony uh, over and over what they're doing wrong with Ghostbusters is good because I'm sure men in black, this movie's going to come out. It's going to be in the same universe. 
It's going to be a way to like keep it going without having to reboot anything or being just fucking dumb or painful to watch. It's probably going to be funny. It's going to be cool. It's going to have aliens and shit in it and fucking Liam Neeson and Chris Hemsworth. So uh, I gave it one fuck. Damn it, Jake. Damn. Abigail Gardner. Dude, much like our friend Jacob Walsh here, I also give one fuck, literally for the exact same reasons. Um... I, this isn't like my number one franchise. I liked the movie, the original movie as a kid. Um, the follow-ups, like the second and <clears throat> third. There are two more, right? I, I wasn't There's right. three There's of them, yeah. Three, okay, three, yeah. yeah. The third one has Thanos in it. Whoa. Well, nah, I'm it kind does, of a fan yeah. of his, so maybe I need to go back and watch Yeah, that. you're in that Josh Brolin kit. Um, <clears throat> but yes, Jake, when you mentioned uh, like going back and fixing the continuity of the universe, I was wondering if maybe they would like use that little device to erase everyone's memory of Answer the Call. <laughs> Because that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, who's Zool? And then we're just like, what? I don't remember any of this. Um, but yes, I give Bun Fuck. And I like Tessa cool. Thompson a lot, a lot, a lot. I also think Chris Hemsworth is funny and cool to watch on screen. I don't really care about uh, Taken, uh, Liam H- Neeson. Not really, whatever. Well, it's, it's just whatever. So yeah, one fuck. John. Well, I was all ghoul. Okay. Uh, that's true. Okay, that's true. so. It is my honor to present my uh, my first uh, fucks given. Um, I am actually going to give this four fucks. Whoa! Um, wow. And I have I have some I have some in depth reasons for it. Um, like you guys, like I I'm not super invested in Men in Black. I did enjoy the first three films. I've, I've gone back and watched them on occasion. Um, but my reasons for giving four go a lot deeper because, and it does kind of tie into like what Jake was saying about uh, Ghostbusters and then rep- and this representing, um, you know, maybe Sony's chance to figure out how to get that right because, A, the franchises are, are so similar. They're about organizations of people who investigate weird shit. Yeah. Um, the nice thing, though, is this, if you look into like the cast and also the crew, like the people who are making this and, and the... Uh, and the bits of the storyline that, that we know so far, this is like the exact formula that I would love to see them use for the next Ghostbusters movie. It takes place in the here and now. It's connected to the original films. It's written by the team that wrote the first Iron Man movie. It's directed by the guy who did Italian Job straight out of Compton Friday, one of the Fast and the Fur- Furious movies, and a couple of other things. So it's someone who can do things that are funny, but also has a great grip on action, has a great grip on drama. It's It's got people in it like Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson who, yeah, you can look at their funny stuff and be like, these people really make me laugh. But then you look at you know the serious stuff that Chris Hemsworth has done and you look at Tessa Thompson when she was in Annihilation and just all of this, like these are people who more than just being funny, these are people who could get together and just make a great movie with great performances and great direction. Right. And it's like the that they can make you laugh along the way it's just a bonus and to me like that's that's what i want out of a ghostbusters movie i want something that expands the world it's not just here's new york again here's ghost attacking the empire state building again it's not (laughs) you know oh we're gonna reboot everything or we're gonna use old proton packs because we only care about classic things it's it's like no we're gonna take this we're gonna go back into the world we're gonna show you you know it's a few years later here's what it is now here's new characters it's a new place and the fact that it's like, you know, it's it's this murder mystery that supposedly takes them around the world. Like, how cool would that be to to just like, I don't know, to have that kind of story and apply that to Ghostbusters? To me, if like, if if this movie comes out and it does well, 
I would hope that this is like a wake up call to them that makes them go like, well, shit, if it works for men in black, <laughs> the maybe next we movie, should do the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And the wake and up I, call. Oh, I'm sorry. And there's just, the thunder being stole stolen. Thunder. I stole his thunder. Second week in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, yes, John I was going to say Ghostbusters wake up call. John, your cable. <laughs> that was some serious fucking stress. I like where you guys are yeah. going. Dude, I like how John's, John's, John's hitting us hard for his first. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's that's doing this like shit. he. Yeah, that was, that was a good fuck. I, I almost was just like. <laughs> John, like yeah, I was like, John's gonna just take over and do the rest of this for everyone. Uh, cool, cool. We come back six hours later. He's like, and also that scene in Times Square. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Moving on. Number two. Thank you guys. Uh, Damon Lindelof, the beloved David. 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 Little, David I, what if I did that? The, be, the beloved. Let's get his name wrong. <laughs> beloved David Lindelof. Beloved Lindelof. The man Wait, who brought I'm us uh, the Lost. The guy who basically brought us Lost, which is a, uh, yes. a show that's near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, also did The Leftovers uh, and Prometheus. Uh, we all know about the Prometheus. Uh, God, just stick with Lost. There you go. Like, oh. and then we'll David Lindelof is doing a series for HBO based on Watchmen. Uh, he wrote a long. All right, first off, he wrote a four-page thing, a four-page letter to his fans, to those concerned about it. Out of the four of us, who read all four pages? I did. Okay. And, I, okay. I read most of it. I kind of, like, I read the first few, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to skip. Okay, I read all four pages, and I will say after four pages, I still have no idea what they're doing with Watchmen. Yeah. But when it comes to Watchmen being rebooted, retooled, sequelized, whatever they're doing, Jacob Walsh, how many yeah. fucks do you give? God, I gave this zero fucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Watchmen. Uh, I liked the book. Uh, I think the movie, even though people give uh, Zach Snyder, what's that guy's name? Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder. People give him a lot of sh- people give him a lot of shit, and you know maybe you know maybe he did like ruin Batman and Superman, but uh, his version of Watchmen, especially if you watch like um, the uncut like whole thing, yeah. like director's cut, um, it's basically perfect it's amazing it's It's, it's as close it's as close as you can get to that comic it's fucking dead on it's beautiful to look at it's casted very perfectly it's amazing it's like a it's the best thing Zack Snyder will ever do Uh, there's no need for a fucking reboot for a re what whatever they're called a remix (laughs) get that fucking shit out of here I don't care I don't want it. Fuck you. Jake, you Zero don't want the fuck. dubstep remix? Dubstep never dies. Yeah, Oh my god. Bringing it back. We didn't even talk about the Juggernaut song from Deadpool. <laughs> Holy shit balls. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh balls. fuck. Yeah. I listened to that today while I was doing yoga. That's uh good. John. <laughs> I feel like you're an opinionated guy. When it comes to watch the Watchmen remix, how uh, many fucks do you give? <laughs> Uh, I gave it half a fuck because I'm. So... No one's ever given half a fuck before. That's good. Ooh, really? I didn't know. Hey, wait, hold on. Let me. I'm checking the I rules didn't... to see if that's a thing you could do. You can split them up, <laughs> like a half dollar. It's it's when you don't finish. Oh. He went, he, he went to the he went to the bank and got changed. Yeah, he went to the coin <laughs> oh, star. Wait, it's gonna get even better when we get to the next two. Um, oh, no go to coin star. 
Okay. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, coins. Uh, yeah, I gave it. I gave it half because I. If you read through the letter, he talks about how <clears throat> he has no desire to adapt what we've already seen, right. and you know, like you said, Zack Snyder already did that. But then it's like, okay, if you're not going to adapt Watchmen, what are you going to do? Like, why are you making Watchmen? So then he talks about how he. I guess it's going to be set in the present, but it's not going to be like, oh, we're just taking Watchmen. And setting it in 2018 it's gonna be in that world but like he was kind of alluding to like different characters different everything but it's still a part of that world and what happened in Watchmen. Oh, big surprise hey he he's being confusing big surprise you know what he's doing is he's reverse prometheusing us because yeah. prometheus was a prequel that didn't have to do with, it was a prequel that wasn't a prequel that didn't have to do with Alien, but was yeah. still a part of the world of Alien. This is a sequel that's not a sequel that's still a part of the world of Watchmen, but doesn't have to do with Watchmen. That's his thing. That's his new thing. And, uh, well, hold on real quick. I want to interrupt real quick. Like, I get it. I wasn't an angsty punk rock teenager in 1982 when Watchmen came out. But is that shit just overrated? Um, it, well, it's... it's it's a good story. Like if you if you read it and you can kind of like ignore like everyone being like, oh, it's the holy bible of comics. Yeah. It is good. Like if you put yourself in that mindset of like it's the '80s, that's why a lot of these things mm-hmm. matter. It's good for what it is, and yeah. and you can enjoy it and be like, hey, I understand why this is important on some level. To build it up to the point where it's like, oh, this should this should have been unfilmable. Like the way Alan Moore talks about it. Don't listen right. to anything Alan Moore says. I yeah. Respect to the dude. He's, he's a great creator. Yeah. He's just crazy but there's like watchmen is not unfilmable they filmed it it was great they did. They did. and it's and it's yeah it's perfect yeah 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 and so like this is just i don't know it's i'm curious because i like objectively i want to see what he does that he thinks deserves to be a part of watchmen and if it turns out good like i'm open to just being really surprised but everything in me is just like yeah if you want to do something that is like, let's let's examine the Trump era and all the things happening right now, I mean, the same way yeah. Watchmen exa- examine the 80s, why does it have to be Watchmen? Like, why I don't not just do that. something I don't wanna... new? Yeah, do your exhausting. own thing. Don't pick up it pieces sounds from completely... something. Yeah, no, you're right. It sounds yes. completely exhausting to me. And you know what? We will find out watching one episode before it yeah. <laughs> doesn't get picked up or when gets we, canceled because when it we see a stupid. trailer when we see a trailer we'll be like oh i get it <laughs> if this fucking if this show gets picked up and fucking tremors doesn't then f- fuck everybody yeah um there was some casting announced today um, oh gosh and it's it's uh regina king who i guess was in leftovers um, a couple other folks, but not as uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Obviously, a great actor. Uh, okay. Don Johnson's gonna be in it. So wow. I still give zero fucks, and although it was never given to me on. All right, hold on. Well, let me set it up. Fucks. Abigail Gardner. Yes. When it comes to, no, I'm just kidding. Yes. How many fucks do you give? I give zero fucks okay, for the same reason. Not same, to reiterate. What same reasons. I also want a sprite remix yeah. right now. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, the the shit about like taking the bass lines from Watchmen and like being able to remix it like a song and all that stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. Calm the fuck down. Do your own thing. Yes. Hey, movies don't have bass lines. Well, every movie trailer has a bass drop, but uh, I, this feels like Damon Lindelof pretentious zone. I feel 
I have not watched yeah. The Leftovers. Yeah. You're very great. I tried to it. watch it. I haven't finished. Uh, listen, people are gonna, there's people who swear that The Leftovers is one of the greatest shows of all time. I will get around to it eventually. I don't like these shows where people say it gets good. I don't want to have to invest yeah. and wade <laughs> through and wade through some shit that's not good till it gets good. So for the, yeah. that reason, I never finished it. Cool. Uh, but and, uh, regarding the source material, I do I did enjoy Watchmen when I read it. It felt important. Um, it was dark and gritty and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I don't think it was like. And, and I think we're all in agreement that the Zack Snyder movie is pretty damn good. Like Rorschach's awesome. Yeah. Doctor Manhattan's awesome. Uh, Negan's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, he's uh, great. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, so his best role was in Rampage. We all know that. Uh, okay, cool. Hey guys, I guess... talk about more stuff real quick. I got to find my charging cord because my laptop's going to die. Get oh my it. god! You can't just. Leave in the middle of a fuck Dude, like this? Wait, still have no, so many fucks fuck. to get. I promise it'll be good. I'll be right back. Okay, you can okay. be right back. I'll plug some shit. Hey. Get your plug on. Get your plug on. I do talk- you think we could do a quick... No. Okay, never can't. mind. What, All right. what are you we're trying not, to do? We're not. I just was going to see if we, since he was getting his phone, if we could do a real quick one. No. Okay, we're can't. not doing one. We're not doing it. Not, what what are you trying to do? Just... Be human being. Okay, cool. Well, there's no, <laughs> there's no humans. Uh, well, Aha! Well, no fan and no breaks. When John tries to uh, go get situated, which I'm sure he will, uh, I did want to say. Hey, I'm back. Oh, John's go. back. I'm glad uh, I didn't go. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's going to be Yes Have Some on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Yes Have Some. Check us out. Make sure you subscribe uh, because we're going to be doing a ton of video content, including the thing that you're watching right now. Uh, we got MegaCon and all sorts of stuff. And uh, we want you guys listen. You've been listening to us for two years. It's time to start using your eyes, folks. So check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, that was my plug. Are we all situated to continue with this fuck budget? Yeah. Good to go. Right, Let's cool. do it. Fucking go. go. Um, that sounded aggressive, by the way, when I was like, "Use your it eyes." You sounded, I know. You sounded, I was like, "Mean." You sounded yeah. mean. I didn't like it. Sounded yeah. mean. It sounded like you worked at that. <laughs> Institute or whatever. Yeah. You're an you abomination. Guys. Use your Trade eyes. all those creepy posters that were on the yes, wall. Yes, I want some of those. Oh my no God. podcasting. reason for M-Day. All right. Yeah, I saw M-Day. Cool. Next up on the fuck budget. Next year's the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. The official logo for the 35th anniversary was revealed today. And we got some new products coming out, including stuff from NECA, Mattel, and a whole host of others. No details on what these things could be. But Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters and the products that might be coming along with it, some which could be announced on Ghostbusters Day, how many fucks do you give? I give four fucks. Those are four very optimistic fucks. I recognize that, you know, most announcements and, like, the their actual reveals can be a little underwhelming. But the knowledge that next year I'll be getting new merchandise and, like, new, they said, like, publishers, like, books and, like... All sorts of things. Yeah. And NECA was you know, releasing some stuff. Like, I don't know what it is, but I am four fucks invested in it because it's Ghostbusters and it's new stuff. So <clears throat> I'm excited about it. Cool. Yeah. John? Um, I gave this... So I'm, I'm changing things up a little bit here. Uh, I had some of these left over from back in the day when they actually meant something. But I gave this three fucks and three internets. Okay. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> We need a rewrite um, on these rules. What's happening? <laughs> what is this? What is this new currency up, that you I have? I feel like John? we've got like the fifth uh, clone from Multiplicity, and he's just like <laughs> four pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, John, ex- explain um, yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I'm always here for new Ghostbuster stuff. I'm I'm always excited to see what comes out. I'm super excited to get my hands on the. Uh, 
the diamond real Ghostbusters figures. That'll be fun. I think I personally am getting to a point where I'm I'm getting kind of tired of classic Ghostbusters, and not in the sense that like I'll never want to watch the movie again or anything like that. But I I want so badly for there to be new content, new stories, new anything, so that way we can like. I I don't need like I got one of the Spirit Proton packs. I've got all the classic action figures, all that stuff. Like I don't need more. I don't need another Gozer action figure. I don't need another lab coat Egon. I want I want I do. new characters. <laughs> I want I want new ghosts. I want stuff that builds the world, stuff that expands the universe. And if you know, part of the announcements on Ghostbusters Day are of a new animated series or of a new whatever that could potentially lead to, to new toys and new products and stuff. I'm all about that. Like I'll, I will be excited for that and I'll be excited for, you know, whatever they do based off what already exists, but I'm just, I'm ready to see like stuff from like a modern ghostbusters that I can get excited about. I like it. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. Uh, is John going to explain this internet's thing? Or is that just a mystery? It's too late to explain. Just what, we just accept it for what it is. You know what, Jake? If you don't take internets, don't take internets. Just take listen, <laughs> listen. This is, this is like when you, you just got to take it at face value and just accept it. It's like when your kid goes to college and you know things aren't going well, but you're just like, you know what? This is his life. and Just take it. Just <laughs> take it. Um, cool. Well, I uh, – so – before I tell you how many fucks I gave this, I I'm not feeling super optimistic towards Ghostbusters Day. Okay, and I will tell you quickly why. Last year I was very optimistic for Ghostbusters Day, and we basically got nothing. It was basically like a build up to uh, nothing. nothing. There's some coupons um, for t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like this year there's been no news almost throughout the year. You know, there's been tiny bits of bits of things like, you know, we, we do know that they're uh, that they want to be make like we keep hearing. Oh, yeah, there are plans for an animated movie and a new live action movie. But that's all they're saying, which makes me think like they're all sitting around like, cool, what do we do? Um, well, they also it's tough because they've like they kind of feel like they announce things as they come out. So like they announced the Ghostbusters Pokemon Go game, Ghostbusters World, and it's not out yet. So it's almost like I feel like they could have saved that to have a bigger punch on Ghostbusters. Yeah, World. maybe they should have saved that for exactly. So so I'm feeling like my my anticipation for Ghostbusters Day is the the, the new website pops up which will probably just have like, you know, a synopsis of the three movies and that's it on it. Right. Uh, and some new, mer- and some new merch and we'll get somebody saying, Hey, those movies are still planned. I feel like that's where I'm thinking. Right. But I, I gave this three fucks because when I read it, like you just said, Mattel diamonds, like these are some, uh, NECA. These are some big names. NECA usually puts out nothing but good stuff like you know at first when i'm like oh new ghostbuster ghostbuster merchandise that means there'll be a new t-shirt or something Mm -hmm, but when i read the companies involved i'm like oh wait no no, this this is going to be stuff this is going to be ghostbuster stuff yeah and just like just like you know the two of you said abby and john like i'm always excited 
for new stuff. And and you know, NECA did just announce that they're re-releasing their like Stay Puffed and Slimer like head knockers. Right. And I'm hoping that's not it. Like I'm sure they wouldn't like release that news already, right. you know, if there's not more. But um One thing that was interesting is that um the Mattel stuff, there was no mention of toys. Like I wonder if they're if Mattel's yeah. just not gonna be producing any more uh Yeah. Uh, Action figures for Ghostbusters. I don't know. Mm. Um, well, let's yeah, keep we'll it see. moving here. Uh, running a little long. Uh, next up, fourth in the fuck budget. Abigail Gardner, you can kick us off. Yes. It was recently mm. hinted that the cast and creators of Zombieland are going to be returning for Zombieland 2 Electric Boogaloo. Mm. It's not going to be called that. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to Zombieland starring Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, Little Miss Sunshine, and the guy from Facebook all coming back, how many fucks do you give? I gave this one fuck. Um, it's kind of a pity fuck, I guess, because, like, I don't really like zombies all that much, and it's kind of, like, whatever at this point. But I really liked that first movie, and I like Emma Stone, so we're... You know what? We'll see what happens. <laughs> it sounds like you actually don't give a fuck. I, I kind of give zero fucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take that one. I wrote one fuck That's when I read the article. Fuck. That's a low-key You just talked yourself out of it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, and as soon <laughs> as I said that, it I was kind of like I could zero go fucks. Way. Now um, I'm gonna give more fucks to so, something else. And I but what if Bill Murray comes back? I mean, if that were to happen, oh. then my fucks go up. But I don't know that yet. All right, there you go. So, all right. Right. Uh, are you gonna go get a snack now? I have to do. I'll be right back. Abby's just gonna. Abby just. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> be right back. Live television, folks. Jacob Walsh. When it comes to Zombieland, how many fucks do you give? Um, I gave it zero. Um, I didn't really care much for the first movie. I liked. I thought Bill Murray was funny, and that's it. I didn't think any. I didn't think the rest of the movie was very good. I didn't think it was funny. It's not. There was nothing new at the time. There's so many zombie movies coming out that it, it it got to a point. I do like horror movies and I do like zombie movies, but there were so many and it was like it was just so saturated with fucking the same kind of zombie movies over and over that I remember when Zombieland Zombieland fucking filmed in the town I live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was filmed. It was a big deal when it filmed here. Uh, I, there are people I know who are in it just because of like all the zombies and everything. And uh, I, I went to school with the person who ended up being like the stunt person for <laughs> Abigail Breslin. And I, even with all that, I was just like, "Fuck this movie!" <laughs> like it, it had like Val Dosta did like a big premiere for it because you know everyone was proud of it because like. Uh, Woody Har- people were running into Woody Harrelson at the gym, you know, like they they lived here basically. The whole end of that movie was filmed here, so it was kind of like a big thing for the town. There was a big fucking production when they went to have the premiere, and I was like, I ain't fucking going to that. I was like, fuck that movie, I ain't go. <laughs> I went like a week later, and I was like, well, the Bill Murray stuff was funny. Besides that, I just did not care. So. uh I had just done the most talking about Zombieland I've ever done. It's um, pretty good. I, I don't give a fuck about it. It was pretty good. Um, John, how many fucks do you give? I gave it one. I I enjoyed don't talk the first yourself one. Out of it. I no, I, I, no. I'm, I'm feeling pretty solid about this one. I think I can keep good. it up. Um, okay. I 
I gave it one. <laughs> I I enjoyed the first one a lot. Um, I think similar to you, Abby, like zombie movies have never really done it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons for that is outside of, you know, like appreciating the original Night of the Living Dead, it's just they all take themselves so seriously. And after so many films, it's like, we get it. Zombies are bad. And this one took the focus off of like, oh, no, the zombies are coming and put it more on like these characters that are, you know, trying to survive. And it's kind of a funny take on it. So I enjoyed that. Um, I guess I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from there. I honestly kind of hope they don't bring Bill Murray back or try to like hinge it on, you know, like, oh, but look at this other celebrity we got for a cameo. Like if you're going to make a good movie, make a good movie and then let whatever cameos or whatever you do be the bonus stuff on top of it i'm about so, to burst in everyone's bubble i fucking love zombie land that shit's good i've always <laughs> liked it woody harrelson's Dude. awesome i like that yeah, woody harrelson awesome. i do like woody like harrelson but i love that he ain't like, gonna save solo he ain't gonna save zombie oh my oh, god oh, <laughs> i just got a solo tank top in the mail I'm going to wear it this weekend. I don't care what you say. It's ruined Abby's thing. It's good. How could we not mention so it's tomorrow? Last up, last up. Here we go, here we go. Guys, we've come a long way. We did a whole review. We've had a fuck budget. I think Abby broke some toys. I did. I Uh, see broken toys. God. And uh, I'm trying not to react. Everything's fine. That is is some stress. That is bad, though. Just imagine what happens when the lights go off. It's going to be very tense in here. Mm. Number five, here we go. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. The early reactions are in. They did a premiere in, I think, Berlin, Spain, somewhere. Spain. Yeah, Spain. I was Berlin. watching Chris hey, Pratt's Instagram. Berlin, Spain. Mm. Same. <laughs> the reactions are very good. I did not read details. I did not want to be spoiled. But the reactions are overwhelmingly positive. When it comes to Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, getting... Major thumbs up at its first screening. Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you get? I gave it five. I gave it five fucks. Jurassic World, Jurassic, the Jurassic Park franchise is very, very close and important to me. Just, you know, right up there with Ghostbusters. And uh, I'm very excited for this new movie. And the trailers are like, it. just like with the, the trailers for the last movie, they're kind of all over the place. Like... There have been like three big trailers and um, I kind of get like different feelings from all three of them. Like one of them looks like a completely different movie from the other. So like it's been a little bit of a back and forth. Uh, I've been excited for this movie and to see that, you know, um, so far all the reactions are positive and just people are saying good, fun stuff about it. Uh, It it just makes me feel good. So I feel good about seeing this movie so yeah i gave it five fucks cool nice abigail garner five fucks that's all the fucks i've left and i also wrote down everybody shut up because i don't want to hear anything um not you (laughs) jake or john or craig because you guys are great but like i don't want to know anything all you other people me either yeah me either yeah i agree with you i actually try i actually i i i did read this article and it it had a few like it had a few quotes, which I texted to you guys, like the just a few things that people were saying that weren't specifics. Um, and then it had a list. And it was like, you could go to Twitter. Here's all the Twitter stuff. You can read what people are saying. And I went to look, 
but none of it is in English, and I couldn't get the like translator thing to work. <laughs> so I don't know any more than what was in that article as well, nice. which is just the fact that it's good. That's good. Okay. Good. Uh, and Jake, uh, we're on video now, and I don't know if our fans fans what do we have fans listeners listeners people are checking us out people um when you say you're a serious jurassic park fan you wouldn't happen yeah. to have like a tattoo on your hand to prove it would you no okay he doesn't jake doesn't do things on command <laughs> don't give me that yeah, shit no. blue uh, i love jake I, I, I have i have a good i have a good many uh, jurassic park tattoos i do have uh, an indominus rex and a claire tattoo on my hand god i'm not gonna sh- i'm not gonna show it to you yeah, that costs extra. That's going to be for the Patreon. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Premium subscriptions only. Polaroids. Uh, all right, John. We've come a long way. Close us out. How many fucks do you give about Jurassic World being good? I gave it a fuck and a half in my last internet. Whoa. Jake's surprised about your internet giving. <laughs> I don't get it. Um... <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, I've, to me, like Jurassic Park, I've never hated it, but it's never been like my things. They've always just been like, oh, that's cool to me. So um, I'm glad to hear this one's good. I'm, I'm kind of excited because I like dinosaurs have never been a huge thing for me. So to realize that they've done like what, five movies at this point about a park full of dinosaurs and managed yeah. to not really let it get boring. I'm kind of like, hey. Good on you, because that's not something I would have been able to figure out. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go watch it. I'll probably enjoy it if it if it is good. Um, so yeah, that's that's my feelings on it. New idea. Yeah. I'm gonna chime in here. They need to do once Jurassic Park starts uh, jumping the shark. They need to do a movie set 300 years in the future, where dinosaurs are visiting a park populated by humans. <laughs> humans park. Humans park. Human zoo. Yeah, okay. humans part. Dude, that would be a, and it's and it's literally it's just we bought a zoo. But wait, we are a zoo. It's literally, it's just literally straight up a remake of Jurassic Park, but opposite. <laughs> like, hey, hold on, all right, no thunder stealing. Here we go, here we go. Here's the line: They do travel in Honda Civics. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we did it. Uh, Guys, this was a good one. Listen. One of the humans is going to be dying from like a gluten allergy. <laughs> you, put these, you put gluten in things because you think it tastes good. How do, you, how do you know they don't eat them? Uh, oh. uh, because they're millennials. We always do this where we start riffing, but I, I'm not going to lie. Human Park sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. pretty good. Okay, it's pretty um, yeah. good. It needs a little work, but it's pretty good. A little work, a little bit. They're like, uh, <laughs> my mind's just going now. My mind's racing. Mm. Well, how do you have like a human call that you use? Yeah. Oh. Quiet, dude. They're approaching the Detroit. They're approaching Detroit. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I really do hate that Tyrannosaur Alright <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen this was a fun one Thank you so much for joining us on Yes Have Some Episode 99 Dang. Holy shit I wow. can't believe we've done 99 Woo. episodes Congratulations Yes. 
Um, John, is you thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations, John. Congratulations, John and your internets. Yeah. Um, listen, we've been talking about it all night. Please, 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 if you are listening to this, wherever you are, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, however you get Yes Have Some. We want to hear from you. Leave us that five-star review on iTunes. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we should be giving a fuck about. Maybe we'll bring it up in an upcoming episode. Um, at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. And, of course, the official discuss, discussion group. Uh, the, the official disgusting discussion group for Yes Have Some <laughs> is called Yes Have Some Group Therapy. And you can find that on Facebook. We're in there all the time. Somebody's been posting pictures of Jake. Uh, Photoshop. I wanted to request <laughs> one of, of myself. Ship? Yeah. There's uh, one of you too, Craig. They're, they're good. They're I haven't gotten the treatment. I'm printing them out and uh, framing them. <laughs> it's not fair. Jake's uh, already so high off of it. He's got statues God, of himself behind him. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that's his Jake collection. Jake wakes up in a cold sweat every night. I'm like, Jake, what's wrong? He was like, I was dreaming of swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> it was amazing. All right, listen. For Jacob Walsh, <sighs> Abigail Gardner. Yes. And our good friend all the way from California itself, John Yerkeva. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see everybody next time for episode 99.5. And then our 100th episode, we're going to be covering all things Ghostbusters. It's going to be classic Yes Have Some. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah. And maybe even Slimer will join us. Yeah, I think I will. It's going to be exciting. He's even here the whole time. I don't know what's going on. That That's Slimer giving all of his internets. All right, everybody. <laughs> coming. We'll see you next time. Thanks so I'm much. I'm a cheeseburger, too. Uh, uh, Bye. Bye, guys.